We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Guys, uh, some more crazy news going on today. I'm sure most of you have probably already heard by now, especially if you watch this channel. You would have seen Cody's reaction to this already. It's one of those situations where it, it just matches the type of year India is having, right? I mean, it, it is the kind of year where... Nothing ever seems to be going right. And of course, it just goes on even more. But in other news, Shaq Leonard has been officially released from the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the former All-Pro, best at his position, uh, has had numerous frustrations uh, with his role in the defense since coming back from his injury this year. And it has now reached a point where Indy has made a business decision to decide to just move on from it now. Cody, I want to ask you this first um, without really going too much into it at the moment. The uh, whole point of releasing him now rather than at the end of the year, uh, that's going to be the whole thing that we're talking about. What's your reaction to them doing it now? rather than waiting at the end of the year to do so. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I was surprised at the timing, um, considering, you know, after the trade deadline, you know, and it's just kind of like a weird thing right after the buy. But, yeah, I mean, I think, Derek, it, it ultimately comes down to a couple different things for me, and I think this was kind of why maybe it, they didn't wait until, you know, the season was over. I think, number one, you got to look at, you know, kind of what Shaq Leonard has said the last couple weeks you know, has gone to the media and has pretty much expressed his frustrations publicly and kind of aired that out. And I know there was, I think it was Kevin Bowen or somebody that's close to the organization that said that didn't sit very well with the Colts, you know, uh, front office and their some of their people because it's literally just creating some drama and creating some stuff there. And so I think that, I think also just the poor play. I mean, we saw it on display, Derek, against the Patriots. You know, he got more snaps, and he didn't make the most of those opportunities. And, you know, so it's kind of just like a very weird and odd situation for Leonard. And it definitely it seems like it's something that was 
not at least according to people, it was not something where they mutually agreed to part ways. It wasn't like Shaq Leonard asked to be released or anything like that. It was the Colts' decision to make that. And so I think for those different reasons, that's kind of why the Colts decided to do it. And also I think of this, Derek, giving more opportunities of some of those young linebackers that are sitting behind him right now. You know, he's, he was taking up some snaps from guys like EJ Speed, Segun Alubi, who's a rookie, you know, even Grant Stewart, who's played a little bit, and I thought it looked pretty well. So I think all those reasons kind of culminate. And then also maybe if you're like, all right, Shaq, if, if you're not happy, we'll, we'll give you the opportunity to go somewhere else and maybe get the snap counts that you're wanting as well. So I think all those things kind of factor in to why the Colts decided to make this release, although I still it still is kind of puzzling just how quickly it was and how out of the blue on a Tuesday afternoon the Colts decide to do this. They always like make these moves at the weirdest times when you're not expecting it. And so, you know, it seems like you just can't go a, a season, man, with without something happening, some sort of drama, some sort of thing happening. But yeah, I think you know, it, to answer your question, that's probably the reasons why the Colts elected to go now. They just didn't see the value of continuing to give snack, uh, Shaq snaps if he wasn't going to make the most of those opportunities. you know. And, and we've said it before, Derek. We said it when we talked about this at the beginning of the bye week, right, is, man, he's just not looked great. Shaq has just not looked great this year. He's probably been – we could honestly say the third best linebacker on this team this year. You know, EJ Speed and Zaire Franklin have both made more plays than Shaq has. And so that's just something. Also, you got to think, you know, there is the injury as well. Um, so how much of that had slowed him down? But that's kind of what my thoughts are just on the reasons why for the timing. Although it still is a little bit surprising. I think it pretty much took the whole world by storm when the Colts elected to do this today. And, you know, it started with Shaq posting something and the news came out a few minutes after that. So just kind of odd timing, but I wasn't surprised necessarily that it happened, but I was surprised when it happened. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I think the ultimate thing is, is, the only reason you ultimately make a decision like this now versus at the end of the year is, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to see where it could lead you in the end uh, sooner rather than later, because ultimately like, and, and for the big thing was, as you said, when it comes to uh, Shaq Leonard, I mean, the role that he had and everything else, you're right. It gives more people in that spot, a chance to kind of fill that role. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we're not, 
at this moment in time, and it pains me to say it, we're not a worse defense with Shaq Leonard being off the field. I mean, we've been talking about it the whole time. Like, EJ Speed should not be losing snaps to Shaq Leonard. It, it, mm-hmm. it just shouldn't be, right? So, I mean, yeah, it, it's one of those situations where you're giving these other guys a chance. You've all, you already know what you are this year. You already know what your defense is this year. At the end of the day, you're making a business decision that, you know, you gave this guy a lot of money. You really hoped he would get get back to what he was, and he just hasn't. You know, and, and you know what? To no fault of his own. I mean, it's unfortunate the injuries have taken its toll, and maybe also it has something to do with Gus Bradley's uh, scheme, also not maybe really fitting the the way that Shaq Leonard really plays his game. You know, so maybe that might be a little bit different. But well, even with that, even with that, he hasn't. He's not the same. Yeah. Oh, no, hundred percent. Yeah, I think no. we we're all in agreement that the biggest issue here is, you know, just the simple fact of the matter that the injuries have just taken its toll, and he's just not quite the same guy athletically. And you know, it, it really sucks to say that. I mean, Cody, you know me. I've been the biggest like Leonard guy ever. Like I, I went to bat with the dude. I went to at people's throats uh, who suggested the idea that this guy uh, would not play football again, would not be, you know, a great player again, all of those things. Um, I certainly hope that he goes to another team and, you know, balls out. I really hope he does a phenomenal job wherever that ends up. And at the end of the day, I'm also going to sit here and say I'm not upset with the Colts doing this. Uh, like you said, the timing of the situation, um, the timing of the situation is what threw me off of this. You know, I kind of was bracing myself more and more that this might end up becoming a thing. I just did not expect it to be a random Tuesday in the middle of week 12, uh, you know, something like that. So. It, it'll be interesting, but it does save you a lot more money going into, I think Destin said that like it literally saves the Colts like $53 million over the next three years uh, releasing Shaq Leonard. So yeah, you lose a little yeah. bit of cap, but at the end of the day, like the amount of savings that, uh, you know, you have to, uh, that you get from that. I mean, that can definitely be put towards, keeping some other big names around and trying to sign some other big names in the off season. So it's a business decision guys. At the end of the day, may love it may not like it, but you have to do what you have to do for the future of the football team. And it just stinks that we're in this situation now. It does. And, you know, I have a couple different points. I think, you know, talking about the timing to maybe try to piece this together a little bit. Look, you're coming off your bye week you're, it's pretty obvious at this point, or it was before this even, probably to the Colts, like Shaq's not a part of your future at linebacker. So, you know, you give and see what you got at linebacker behind him. You know, you you get a more extended look at EJ Speed. You get more of an extended look at Seguna Luby. Like some of these guys that didn't weren't getting the opportunities because Shaq Leonard was there and who could be a part of your future. And you have a lot of high hopes, especially for like EJ Speed. And he could be you know, that number two linebacker besides Zaire. And you can continue to give him more snaps and stuff like that. But also, I, I wanted to to pull up Derek the Cap because you mentioned it, just so people are aware if they're curious. All right, how much did this save the Colts? How much do the Colts have to you know eat and stuff like that? So this is according to Over the Cap, and also shout out 
Kevin Hickey, Colts Wire. He had this all, so I'm taking this right from him. So be sure to go check out the article on Colts Wire. There's a plug there for Colts Wire. Um, but according to Over the Cap, the Colts will take on $8 million in dead money due to the uh, preorientated guaranteed money for the 2024-2025 season, $4 million in each season. So that makes sense. However, the only guaranteed money left on the contract beyond the 2023 season, that is it. Uh, his 15.7 million base salary in 2023 became fully guaranteed during the offseason. So the Colts are still on the hook for that over the remainder of the season. However, moving forward into 2024, 2025, and 2026, because he had three years left, 2024, the Colts saved $13.61 million, and he had a $2 million roster bonus uh, and a 510,000 total per game roster bonuses. 2025, he was owed $14.84 million in base salary, $4.2 million roster bonuses, and 2026, $19.9 million with a base salary of $510,000. So, Derek, you are saving a ton of money. And I believe if, if I saw some, some kind of estimations after this move, I think the Colts will have somewhere around $90 million in cap room because of this move. And so you talked about it. You know, this is the opportunity you get to bring back Michael Pittman Jr., you know, to bring back Julian Blackman, bring back Kenny Moore, bring back some of these key pieces that have played good football for you this year, you know, because you don't want to pay guys that aren't living up to their contracts or anywhere close to that. So pay the guys that are balling out that are key cogs in your defense moving forward. And the Colts have the opportunity now to do that. And Derek, it gives you a great opportunity. And again, we'll get into it as the season kind of winds down. You look at free agency. You know, there potentially could be a, a splash opportunity for the Colts at one of those position groups. Maybe they're still kind of lacking. And I don't know, again, you know, I'm just initially thinking pass catcher of some sort or edge rusher of some sort. Those are the two things that come to mind immediately. But again, we have to look at that. That's still a long ways off. But yeah, it gives you a great opportunity here, Derek, with Shaq Leonard, uh, you know, being released. You give him an opportunity to go elsewhere. You know, you save a ton of money. Yeah, you have to eat a little bit. But now you get to see what you have at linebacker. And also you get to pay some of these guys that have been those homegrown talents that have balled out this year and have been some of your top players on the offensive and defensive side of things. So I think that makes a ton of sense for the Colts to do that. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about, Derek, and I, I made a post about it on X or Twitter. I, I don't know, man. I, I keep going back and forth on what I want to call it. But anyway, I, and I want to get your opinion on this one, okay? So... For me, Derek, I feel like the biggest issue for the Indianapolis Colts over the last five to ten years has been accountability, right? It's been accountability and not just talking accountability because the Colts have talked a big game in accountability, but it's the action of accountability. I mean, Derek, we've seen different times, and I know the first thing that comes to mind for me, the Adam Vinatieri situation in 2019. I mean, how many field goals did that guy have to miss it was like historically bad till the Colts made a change, you know, and like different players that we've seen throughout the years who have clearly been liabilities on this team, but previous coaching staff wouldn't make the move that was necessary. You know, when there were clearly either better players available or you couldn't get much worse than you already had, you know, why not give other guys opportunities? We saw that where different guys were kept on the field for very ridiculous reasons. And I think it comes down to that lack of accountability. And so, well, yeah, from the fandom side of things, you know, we we saw Shaq Leonard be drafted. We've watched his ascension to be one of the top backers in the NFL. We've interacted with him on social media. Like, we, we love Shaq Leonard. But here's what I'll say, Derek. You look at what Shane Steichen's already done this year. 
and setting the culture. Week number one, Deion Jackson has one of the worst games of running back I've ever seen in my life. And what happens? He gets cut the next week, you know? And then Daryl Baker gets absolutely torched by Nico Collins. What do the Colts do? They bench Daryl Baker. They go and they activate Juju Brents. And, you know, so, and you see other things as well. You know, Tony Brown not getting more opportunities after that Saints game. Like, different things. And I think the Shaq Leonard thing, while it is obviously a lot more of a notable name, than some of these other guys. For me, Derek, that's been the biggest problem with the Colts is they overvalue the player based off of, oh, they're a good person. You know, Shaq's out in the community, which is obviously awesome, amazing. We love that Shaq's out in the community. We love that our players are out in the community. We hope they would do that. But they let the nostalgia of them being a good person, Derek, and not it doesn't correlate sometimes with being an effective player when it comes to being on the field. And Shaq, obviously, this is new for him, but we've seen that with different guys where the Colts would rather get good guys in the locker room, which is not a bad thing. You want high-character guys over some talented guys. And Shane Steichen, you know, it's very obvious this this guy's a competitive son of a gun. Like, he wants to win, and he doesn't really care whose totes he has to step on to make that happen. So the accountability, Derek, I personally think, and I'm going to finish my rant, I promise. (laughs) I'm almost done. But I personally think that is the biggest reason why we saw the regression in the last couple of years from some of your top players. That's why we saw, you know, guys like Kenny Moore fall off last year. Obviously, he was dealing with some stuff as well. That's why, you know, Michael Pittman wasn't playing up to his standard and he's having a bounce back year. You know, like different players weren't playing to the standard we knew that they could play because there was a lack of accountability. And when you preach accountability and you don't practice accountability, Derek, I know, and, and you probably know this as well, being a you know a former player, like if you say that and you don't actually practice that, I'm going to tune you out pretty quickly because it's obvious that you don't truly believe that. It's obvious you're not truly about that. You just say it's just coach speak at that point, you know? And so I think, honestly, that was the biggest undoing for Frank Reich. I really do think that was because he's a tremendous guy, tremendous individual, but the accountability was not there when it needed to be there. Derek, I can't even remember one time where the Colts actively after a player struggled or whatever, or just was clearly the liability. I can't remember a time where Frank Reich company made the change when they needed to make it. And that's just the biggest stark difference for me is Shane Steichen will walk the walk or talk the talk about accountability, but he's also going to walk the walk. And this is what it looks like when a player is not living up to the standard that you have set. It doesn't matter what he's done in the past. It doesn't matter if he's a four-time all pro you know, the former, you know, rookie NFL defensive rookie of the year, all that stuff. It doesn't matter if he's not performing after that contract. At the end of the day, Derek, the NFL is a business first and foremost. So there we go. Rant over. I want to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. And sorry, I'm kind of zoning out a little bit because um You're good. yeah, I I, <laughs> I talked the for a news while. is starting to the news is starting to hit me a little bit more the more I start talking about it, the more like stuff I'm on at twitter right now um yeah i mean the nfl is the nfl is a business of what have you done for me lately um and clearly that's that's just not something that's been able to you know work in shaq's favor again being paid 19 million dollars a year and to be the third linebacker is just it's not good enough it's not good enough. And it's an unfortunate reality 
I mean, at the end of the day, Shaq's getting paid all this money. He's set. He's fine. His family's going to be fine. He he's done a lot of great things, and you know he's going to continue to do great things. Uh, obviously, you know he was having his uh, turkey event that he had going on, and a bunch of other players there as well with him. Um, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It, it, it just stinks for me. Um, I... <laughs> I'm just trying to stay focused on this because, I mean, I can think back to all the amazing moments that we have had with Shaq on this team uh, before the injuries took over, man. I mean, just going back, I mean, remember, Cody, the, the famous punch out that he had against the Texans back in 2020, you know, when you and I first started doing live streaming for the first time and we were doing those live uh, play-by-plays and you and I were on it for the first time together. And and you and I got to witness Shaq like single-handedly win us the game at the end there, you know, and, and all these other things. And we remember the interception he had two years ago that, you know, before the end of the half against the Patriots in the game that the Colts won, right? And all these different memories that you have of just such a special player um, and I said it on uh, the AFC South roundtable that I was on before we came on here. Uh, th- there is this guy will go down, Cody, as maybe besides Andrew Luck, maybe the biggest what if in the history of the entire Colts uh, franchise. Because I mentioned this. In his first four seasons, he was doing things that no other linebacker had done before. Like, he is a special upon special type of player. Or rather was, before obviously what we're dealing with now. But he was putting up numbers that no that the goats of football could only dream of being able to do. Uh, to impact their team. and. That's why this hurts so much, you know, from the perspective of losing out on what could have probably and most likely would have been the best player at his position, maybe not just in franchise history, but in all of NFL history, uh, was the direction that this guy was heading in before, you know, what we have now. Um, But again, like you said, it, it is, it was. And I think that the Colts, while some people may deem it as, um, while the Colts, some people may deem it as the Colts being harsh. I honestly think the Colts thought this might be the better thing for Leonard. Uh, Mm -hmm. Move on now. Like, Hey, you know, it maybe a team will pick up that, that contract for, for you. Maybe you'll end up in a situation that's better for you. You know, because we know, you know where you stand with us now. And like, we don't want to do that to you. 
and continue to have you feel as if you're not part of this game plan. So go, go find it somewhere else, you know, like yeah. go be something somewhere else in a situation that better fits you. Cause like you said, Cody, the accountability thing, you know, as harsh as that sounds, that is the ultimate truth is it's, it's about the accountability. And mm-hmm. even if the feelings are not, are not mutual, at the end of the day, the the feeling aspect of the of it has to be put to the side for the better of the football team long term. Accountability has to be there, Derek, because if you let this fly, if you let this fly, you let this slip. You continue to pay him the amount of money you're paying him, and he's not producing on the field. As hard as that is, and as harsh as some people may think that is, that's business, man. If if you or I are working at a job and we are not performing the tasks that we are asked to do, you know, for that said job, like we're going to, the same thing's going to happen. You know, if it's an accountability, if it's a culture that preaches that and practices that, you know, so, you know, with anything like, you know, you just, it's, it's harsh, but it's reality, unfortunately. And, you know, Derek, as great as Leonard has been, I do think there is kind of this disconnect for him on, I don't think he fully realizes that he's not the same player he was. I don't think he does, Derek, because I think he thinks he's, you know, prime Shaq Leonard. And we know for a fact he's just not there anymore. And as hard as that is to see that, because you know he wants to be out there making plays, like, you know, he's not doing that on purpose. But at the end of the day, like, that's just where he is. He's not the same player he was. And to be frank with you, like, there's other players who have outperformed him in the linebacker room. I mean, there are. And I've seen different people who have said, well, what happens if one of your linebackers, you know, goes down with injury? Derek, I mean, at this point with how he's playing, I'd rather give it to a young guy who's not costing you 15 to 20 million per year. You know, like I'd rather do that. And it's hard. And I know it's definitely difficult, you know, with the memories and what he did for this organization and, and really helped the Colts win so many football games. You know, it's hard to see that become a reality. But unfortunately, that is what it is. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, with the the amount that he was owed, I mean, even with people saying, well, why didn't you trade him if you were just going to do this? Derek, nobody's going to take on that contract. Let's be completely real. Like, nobody's touching that contract, you know? And so I think nobody will try to claim him because of that contract, or I'd be very surprised if a team did that. And I think that, you know, a team will sign him after he clears waivers, and he won't be getting that much. It'll be a very much a prove-it deal for Shaq Leonard. And so... Uh, as hard as that is for some people to grasp and to come to come to terms with, I just think that's where we're at, Derek, with Shaq Leonard. I think that's where the Colts were, and you know the comments certainly didn't help. And you know, just like even the comment that he made to Stephen Holder was just kind of odd to me because you know he he was talking about you know obviously being surprised and stuff, but then he made the comment about being willing to take a back seat, and I'm like, hang on, hang on, isn't this the same guy that the last two weeks has publicly come out? and complain to the media about his lack of snaps. So something for me just doesn't correlate there, man. I don't really understand, you know, saying that to to Holder or to whoever, you know, saying that because it's clear that you weren't willing to take a back seat like you said you were. I don't know. I just, that was just struck me as a very odd statement for Leonard to make, you know, after everything kind of happened there. Yep. I mean, you're right. It, it certainly is a situation where, you know, at the end of the day, um, it, it was a dude that I think, you know, it was in a situation where I don't think he wanted to accept what was going on. Um, and I don't, I 
have said before, I don't think he should. You know, at the end of the day, he's Shaq Leonard. He's allowed to feel how he wants to feel all of this. I mean, like sure, you but said, isn't there it, a point certainly... of being realistic, though? Like, isn't there a point that he needs to be realistic about where he's at? He's not the all pro linebacker he was. Like, he's just not. He hasn't played that way. And so, like, I get it having confidence in oneself. Oh, for sure. Like, he, he carries himself with so much swagger. I guess I'm just like, at, at some point, he's got to get realistic that he's not going to get paid $15 million anytime soon. Like, that's just what I'm saying. I understand. It, and it it is it it is a situation where you talked about uh, he has definitely contradicted himself. You know, it was one of those things where, like, man, if you would have taken a back road to it, then, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know if that would have saved Shaq Leonard in this situation. I don't know if it would have because at the end of the day, I mean, you're – you're still paying him $19 million. So, I mean, like, you know, <laughs> that doesn't help much. Um, the only way that would have worked for you is if you'd have been like, Hey, I'm taking half my money away to be this third stringer. And I don't, I don't think that's exactly what he wanted to do. So, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, he's going to get his money. I mean, he's got his guaranteed money, which is great. Um, you know, he's going to be fine. Uh, he's he's a great dude. And, you know, it, it stinks that I'm even here. I hate talking about this, man. I, 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 I knew I knew it was coming at some point, but it's just one of those things where, like, I hate talking about this. I really do because I have nothing but great memories of Shaq Leonard and just to have to see this happen again, it just sucks, man. It hurts me as a Colts fan. To just have to deal with this right now, you know, because like it feels like every year we just have something happen that just keeps piling down on us, and it really sucks. Yeah, it's unfortunate with the C Shack because I mean, we all, if you follow this podcast, you know, we were so much like hoping that Shaq would get back, and we were looking forward to when he was on the field, and unfortunately, he just hasn't been the same linebacker that we were used to, and so. At the time, Derek, the contract made sense for the Colts because, you know, you think about what Leonard was doing at that point. He was an all-pro player. He was making all these crazy plays. I think that was after the 2020 season, if I'm not mistaken, that they extended him. And, uh, you know, he – and then just from there, you know, he had one more year where he was really good, and then it's just kind of been a, down the crapper since then because of the injuries and stuff. So definitely sucks for him, um, but I think this is the right move for the Colts to make here. Um, and it's just very kind of like we, we expected kind of this separation of, of the Colts and, and Leonard, but we didn't expect it this soon. So it definitely hits differently knowing that we're not going to see 53 out there anymore for the Colts. It's, it's definitely a bummer, but, uh, you know, taking the emotion out of it and makes sense for the Colts to make this move. And, uh, we're excited for the future with this team and, and now the potential cap space that they will have because of this move. And I think we'll allow them to, you know, be able to to bring back some of their own, sign some outside guys, and continue to build around Anthony Richardson. So, guys, that'll do it for this one. Let us know your thoughts overall on the Shaq Leonard release from the Indianapolis Colts. Do you agree the Colts should have made this move? Were you a surprise that Derek and myself that the Colts made this move as early as they did in season? Let us know all those things in the comments below. That'll do it for this one, guys. If you are new to the channel or if you've been watching it for a while, do us a huge favor. Smash that like button. Turn on the notification bell. All that stuff. Hit subscribe. All that stuff. 
And be sure to get in the loop and stay in the loop when we drop new content just like this. But that will do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.